Welcome to my podcast, The Awaken Life Project. My name is Monica Matea and I'm transformational health and life coach, helping professional and ambitious people to step into their life with amazing health, clarity and purpose. The Awaken Life Project has been born out of the dream to create legacy and inspire hundreds of people to fulfill their potential using not only scientific mindset tools that work, but intuition too. My dream is for you to connect with your body, mind and spirit on the level you have not yet explored. So are you ready? Hello, hello and welcome to my next episode of my podcast and I'm talking about the dark side of self-awareness today. Now uh, it's Sunday evening so before bank holiday so day one day off actually I'm working because I'm taking Friday off uh, where we're going camping so that's very very exciting. So before I step in into uh, talking about self-awareness I want to just have a few words of explanation of the last podcast episode that's about you know how um, I was doing my media review and I've listened back to the podcast and I must say that I was in a very low mood low energy and just because I'm quite self-aware of myself that was actually in agreement with how I was feeling um, because I'm quite um, disappointed with, to a certain extent, with some of the things that didn't happen in the first half of this year. Obviously, my not energy will be like jumping around and then I will be very energetic. That would be inauthentic, right? So I wanted to really express that because sometimes we we feel like quite bad inside but somehow we don't want to show it right and and then we uh, really act against ourselves and that's really is part of self-awareness if I have a low mood I have a low mood I'm not necessarily very happy with some of the things that didn't happen or happened this year and that, that's okay my mood has totally improved um, since recording that but you know the mood goes up and down up and down I think one of the biggest thing we can do is we can recognize that and with self-awareness we can decide whether we want to fix it or not so I think it's a good example just to go on and gently talk about self-awareness and what it is self-awareness is actually um, a very much so the concept I well coach on in um, in my coaching practice and it's something that actually is the basis of the change right and you can find a lot of definition in the positive psychology but I will give you a few examples because I think that's that's very important so I give you examples of that so for example I was disappointed or I am disappointed a little bit with my media review but I'm you know continuing right so but that was my kind of the energy of it I was authentic authentic about expressing how I basically um, feel right so I didn't want to lie so that was more or less in agreement and I basically accepted that and that's important because if we don't accept that we may pretend something that we are not right so in terms of what is the self-awareness so first of all it really is um, 
understanding your emotions, your behavior, your action, your thoughts. But also the concept is that you are not your thoughts and you're basically observing your thoughts as the kind of the second party of it. Like you're not becoming your thoughts, you're not becoming what you think about yourself. But on the other side of self-awareness, maybe not the other side, but in the same kind of context is being aware how our emotions and actions and everything and behavior impacts others. And some, sometimes we, we miss that point. Like we miss, we start to understand ourselves, but when it comes to understand to understanding how our actions and emotions um, basically impact others, it's more difficult because it's even more kind of challenging because I think like oh, I maybe shouldn't have said that because somebody will not necessarily um, be happy about it. Now, there is a bit of a fine balance between that and then people pleasing. People are here to manage their own emotions, but I think we are not living in the vacuum. So it's important to understand how our actions and emotions, especially in the closest relationship, right? Some people have very much so strong, strong barriers and boundaries. And they will tell you even at work that they don't like this, they don't like that. And if you don't like it, they don't really care, right? So it's about you and how you manage your emotions. But you can always tell them, you can always give them a feedback. But the problem is we are not the best in giving feedback. But the only way to increase our self-awareness around other people is actually by giving the feedback. And it's a very important element. So I think the self-awareness, and, and I've got it from the mind tools is as well, is wisdom to know others and it's also enlightenment to know oneself. That's Lao Tzu, that's a Chinese philosopher. And uh, some people are very self-aware and you can actually notice them in the meeting. They will say things or they will correct themselves and they know how to work this all out. So um, one of the thing is that self-awareness is really the, the most important element of emotional intelligence. It basically gives us ability to really understand and control our own emotions and actions and also how and understand how those affect the emotions and actions of others. And I think workplace is one example, but in the relationship when you have a husband or wife um, or, you know, whoever else is, it's just basically one of those things that, okay, but my, uh, my husband may be worried about like financial status or, or financial under like where we are with our finances more than our I'm a risk taker in this family I'm okay with it he's more kind of the very balanced approach to money and that's how he was brought up and I remember when I was wo working with the therapist and she told me Monica the reason like your husband want to know what you're doing with the money and how we're spending the money and all of that is because he wants to keep you safe, right? He doesn't have this kind of um, risk attitude, oh, let's do it, let's spend it, let's this, let that. What he's worried about, um, and obviously he needs to work on, on this as well, is, is just, you know, making sure that the family 
are here, that we're paying what we need to pay, that we have the safe place to live and we have food on the table and all of that. The very basic things, so very primal fears. Uh, I've moved on to that and I believe that that's not really an issue. But for him, that might be an issue. And, and, and it's just basically understanding the bigger picture for him in terms of the money, right? So that was a kind of the first relationship conversation and I guess uh, to a certain degree the communication which we're still working on in terms of our finances because it's one of the most I think quite difficult and controversial sometimes and challenging in in the relationships. So anyway that I didn't know that self-awareness I didn't have that self-awareness so she told me she gave me the feedback. And that's the role of the coach, because sometimes we are in our own lives and we believe that we want the best because we want the best for our life. Like we're going to start the business, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And they don't understand us. And we sort of not trying to understand where they are coming from. And I think and then obviously we don't align and we miscommunicate. Um, And I've done a lot of the things (laughs) along the way. But over the time, I've learned, okay, I need to step back. I have a risky attitude, but it's not my husband. If I want to do something, let's let's talk about it. Let's communicate about it so that we can understand where we are. And, and hopefully we are on the same page. And if not, then at least we have some kind of common um, understanding. So really... Um, how to develop self-awareness just quickly because it's not about that but knowing your strengths and weaknesses what is my strength and what is my weakness so strengths I want to use and weakness I want to manage or eliminate for example if I'm a very very sensitive about money like um, where I think you know I could do better with that or my my husband reflects some things, um, some personality traits I don't like about myself. I'm very much so like um, on the edge almost. So that communication is really, really difficult. It's one of my weakness. I don't want to eliminate that. I want to manage that. So we are approaching our conversations in a in a better way, or at least we're trying right but it's so many uh, ways to actually do to learn about yourself SWOT analysis strengths finder is really good Myers-Briggs big five personality model just to learn about yourself not only from the work perspective but from your personal life when it comes to developing self-awareness and emotional for me it was first of all personal life and then professional life how I can take it because it's not much difference right then um, you can reflect on the impact you have on the things you've said to somebody or you've done something. And this is about journaling, understanding your emotions and really experience. Focus on others. I think uh, when we are um, self-aware, we also are conscious of how our words and actions influence others. And this is something really you you probably can't learn without making plenty of mistakes right and also receiving the feedback in a way that can contribute to you it's not about people pleasing right it's not about behaving and and talking and and how other people sort of are expected you to behave it's about expressing yourselves in the best way so that they can understand you better 
right? So I think that works the best in the communication because if we just have like don't care what other people think and this and and I think sometimes don't care in a way sometimes people say and I think in 40s like I don't care what people say if I do this and that right it's okay if you don't know the people right so there are some people in social media right I don't know them so I will show my life and I live my life the way I want to live but that's not the same when it comes to your friends and your family like they know you they live with you like we have so many things in common it's impossible just to say like well I don't care right it's a completely different kind of um i don't know managing the energy and also the kind of the communication between the parties we want those people to care about us to care about our dreams right to care about what we think what how we behave what we feel right so because I have been feeling so low about, let's say, of the, the last few months, I wanted to tell my husband that that's how I felt. So when I'm a little bit sad or sometimes frustrated and lose my ground, this is the reason, right? And I don't want to pretend that I'm not bothered, right? So I think it's just improved so much. Asking for feedback, very much so important. You can ask feedback about your husband, you know, husband, your partner, even children. Like if you have like teenage children, they sometimes are quite mature and they really would love to have that conversation. And then apply things to to your life. And I do it through really improving the uh, quality of my attention and that really predominantly is sitting quiet meditating being with myself and understanding myself better so that I can go and communicate now what is the dark side of self-awareness like all of that I said like a self-awareness is such a top thing for developing good emotional intelligence but we cannot confuse it with self-consciousness and this is where this sort of is this podcast is a bit of a result of a conversation I had with my teenage daughter she's 14 and she said like because we are so I I believe that a lot of people are self-aware right probably far more than they used to be definitely in my kind of younger generation like when I was younger or my parents I don't think that they were very much so self-aware or anything like that now because we are being taught how to be self-aware, how to name our emotions and feelings and be aware of that. I think we're going into very kind of hypersensitivity about it. And we're going into the self-consciousness that where that self-consciousness is really hypersensitized state of self-awareness. So it really is massive preoccupation with your own manners, behavior, appearance, and often it is seen as negative. Um, self-awareness is focused on the impact your behavior has on other people and as such is more positive right and that's what is quite missing through I don't care right I don't care about this I don't care about that because my behavior I'm not going to just you know focus on other people and also we um, very much so are preoccupied with our own behavior and appearance for our own benefit and it's very important because I think you can see this trend on social media especially and I think a lot of young people actually can 
um, very much so suffer from that because they compare themselves. They think that this is what is expected from them to, I don't know, behave, talk and appear like appearance, the, the physical appearance so much, so much uh, problems with that at the moment. Um, but also it, it can be with adults, right? We are very much so self-conscious and we compare ourselves um, and, and we not necessarily are liking what we're seeing. But the, the thing is to actually accepting and moving on and improving what we want to improve and communicating with others so we don't live in the vacuum and people we take people with us on our own journey. So really is... Again, is another step uh, level into the self-awareness, just not being too much of it and turn it into self-consciousness. The other thing is about self-awareness, like we don't have to self-diagnose ourselves all the time. Some of the things we do is really a pure mistake. There are some errors in judgment. There's a, there's a human conditions to make mistakes and behave in a certain way. Not everything we have to fix and and be better and and whatever. I think some sometimes I call it like a glitches in the system. Like normally I behave like that, but yesterday, for example, was a glitch in the system and I did it this and I shouldn't. Right, that's it. I let go. I did it. Um, I'm sorry if I have to apologize to somebody. I will apologize. If not, I apologize to myself. And I move on. It doesn't necessarily mean that I have to fix something. There's a lot of self-awareness, which sometimes also leads into self-diagnosis of, of something. And and people thinking like, you know, it, and it is becoming a glamorized version uh, that, for example, oh, I have this issue and I have this thing I have to sort out that I'm not really fully accepting this and I know I have to work on this but I'm so happy I don't know I'm I'm okay to live with this pain and all of that it has become like a very glamorized version of uh, ourselves which is also not the key self-awareness is a positive term self-awareness is something that we really truly in a, in a true form need in our life and it's not about only ourselves it's about how our imp how our thoughts and behavior has an impact on others right and the only way to find out about it is actually asking for feedback it's not easy absolutely not easy and and how we receive the feedback but also we care right and i think especially if we really um i guess when we uh, care about the relationship with with the other with other people in the workplace or at home or in our friendship groups this is where we care but also with strangers sometimes right uh, when people rush and they may not may may be a little bit harsh or like whatever right just trying to understand themselves before we jump into conclusions that they, that's how they are that's their character and that's who they are they're bad people because they jump the queue they're not really good at the in the road and they're not good drivers and and we have so much uh, judgment right um, probably far too quickly so I hope in this kind of pod podcast I just said like again highlighted the, the really importance of the self-awareness that it's really key when it comes to improving oneself also sometimes we don't need 
to be self-aware about everything or even if something happens we can let it go and was as I call it glitching the system and also just not leading the self-awareness into self-consciousness too much so really 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 focusing on ourselves only and not thinking about others all right I'll leave you at that I think it's a fascinating topic and definitely very much so around the psychology and how we um, interact with others, how we obviously think about ourselves. But it's definitely a concept that I help my clients to develop, but to the point that it's a healthy relationship rather than something that they beat themselves up because they now can analyze everything, right? And, and it seems like they suddenly have to fix everything. All right, have a lovely, lovely week and take care until the next time.